When your child comes out as LGBTQ, you need a place to find the right tools to help you and your child thrive. This is the podcast you need. Hi, my name is Jenny Hunter, and I am an advanced certified faith-based family coach. And I have coached over 10,000 hours helping families with LGBTQ children become healthy, thriving families. Good afternoon. <laughs> it's morning where I'm taping this. So I hope you are having a great day, wherever you are at. We are in the golden days of, I was just working out. I work out in my garage and oh my goodness, it was such a beautiful day. It's in the sixties. It's like the sweet spot of working out in Florida in the garage, but I can tell you in August, it's a totally different feeling. So <laughs> don't feel too envious of me because I, I pay for it our, you know, our winter, I always say Florida's winter is August and September. So those are the bad months, but I just want to say, I am just so thankful you're here with me today. And I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about today. And first I want to tell you a story. Um, you know, um, I've said before, I have nine siblings, right? Eight of them are sisters. And every year we go on a sister's trip. And this one year we were in San Antonio. And I don't know if you have ever been to San Antonio, but you know, we were trying to find a restaurant on the Riverwalk. And the Riverwalk is really long, right? It's not um, easy and you're going up and down the stairs. And, you know, it's a little confusing, especially this was the first time most of us had been to San Antonio. So we really didn't know. So I had one sister, um, we go up and ask a policeman. And then um, another sister pulled it up on her phone of where this restaurant was. And, um, you know, my one sister was like, no, this policeman told me, you know, we need to go this direction. And my other sister was like, that's completely wrong. Um, Waze is telling me a totally different direction. Right. And um, so some of us followed the one sister and some of us followed the other sister. And I followed the sister who asked the policeman. And so we're going up and down the stairs and walking around. And um, I finally turned to her and I said, Angie, like, what did you ask the policeman? And she goes, oh, I asked him where the river rock was. And I'm like, this whole thing is the river walk. And she goes, oh, so she didn't specifically ask the policeman for the restaurant. And my other sister had pulled up the restaurant. Needless to say, we finally got to the restaurant and she was sitting there for probably 10 minutes eating chips and salsa and saying, see, I told you, you should have followed me. And it was just such a great example to me of how we do this in our lives. Um, you know, when my child came out, I started joining all these Facebook groups, right? And trying to find support and trying to find help and really reaching out, you know, trying to find a community because we all need, need a community. And so I did this and what happened is it started influencing me. Some of these Facebook groups I was following and Instagram and books I was reading, um, wasn't helping me. In fact, it was making me more anxious and wasn't really the the help I needed in the space. But I just kind of assumed because they were ahead of me that they were experts and they knew what they were talking about. Kind of like we just assumed Angie had asked um, the policeman the right place to go, right? And what I what I had to do is I had to start paying attention to how that was affecting me, how, affecting my faith and affecting my ability to parent my child. And I had to really start questioning and auditing 
kind of what my exposure was. And so that's where I really want to talk to you today is about like, who are you letting yourself be influenced by? And you have to really be careful to um, audit and to be intentional with this. Okay. Because if you're not, you're going to end up in a place you don't want to go because you assume the person who you're following had was aligned with where you needed to go. Right. And that we do this, like we have to really make an audit of this. We have to really become um, conscious and intentional. And, you know, I'm sure you have heard um, the saying over and over again, um, that the five people you spend the most time with, um, you're the average of that, right? You become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And um, in fact, they did a study where if you wanted a happy marriage, you needed to start hanging out with happy couples. And if you wanted to be fit, you needed to start finding some fit influencers, fit friends. Um, if you wanted to be happy, you needed to find happier people to be around. And the study they recently did was so interesting to me because that what they realized is it wasn't just the five people, but also like your percentage of like who they were friends with too affected you. Like um, they did this on obesity and they said um, like, you know, if you hung out with people that were obese, then you had a 45% more chance to gain weight over the next two or four years. But then they found that the friends, like of the friends that also impacted you and that it was 20%. And so like, it wasn't just that friend, it was the circle that that friend was in. So you can't audit like all the people out of your life. Right. But I want you just to like pay attention, especially in the space of raising an LGBTQ child. There is a lot of emotion that is attached to it. There's a lot of different opinions. There's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of us everybody's still kind of trying to figure it out. And what happens is just because somebody's written a book or they have a podcast or um, they have like been in this space longer than you, sometimes we take what they're saying as a grain of salt because we're so desperate in need of guidance and influence, right? And so in order to like kind of slow your brain down and start paying attention, you really have to pay attention how the people are affecting you. And, you know, it's, there's two ways that we get affected by our kind of influencers or teachers, um, the people we spend time with, you know, influencers are such a big deal, right? My, my kids are totally influenced by influencers. And we have conversations all the time about how much power they have over you. But sometimes I think we forget as parents that, we might not be on TikTok or Instagram as much as our kids, but the same science is behind it is that our consciousness and our resilience as an individual is completely affected by what we expose our mind to. And we kind of become the collective sum of consciousness that we expose our mind, the people we spend the time with. It really does have a, a major impact on how we think, our actions, how we feel. And so in this space of parenting LGBTQ children, I have found that I have to be even extra careful. Um, I have to really pay attention because there is a lot of negative and heaviness here. And not, I'm saying that I don't want, you know, the real thing. I want to hear real advice and talk about the heaviness and all those things, I think, you know, but talk about it in a way that feels empowering versus depleting my energy. Okay. And so that's the first thing I want 
you to pay attention to is your energy around the teachers, the influencers that you're letting into your life, into your space. Okay. And there's four other steps and that I'm going to give you to kind of help guide you to, I call it like an audit and it's, you know, January right now. So it's like all this, like we're putting away the Christmas and I don't know about you, but I'm like, okay. And I, I don't like that anymore. And I, you know, like it's a great time to start cleaning out what you don't like and making your space a more Zen, calmer space in your home. But I want you also to do that with your influencers and to realize that you are influenced and that you are giving power to five people in your life right now. And I, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be like in your immediate circle. It could be the podcast, the shows you're watching, the books you're reading, the Facebook pages you're following, right? All of that has influence on you. So the first part of it is really to identify who are you spending your time? Like where is your ex- your energy going? Where's your time spent? You know, I think the statistic is 80% is kind of autopilot and then 20% we intentionally pick to let into our lives. Okay. So kind of pay attention. What is the 20% you're intentionally giving power to, to influence you? So to start this, you really want to decide what kind of person do you want to be? And if we liken it to um, being an LGBTQ parent, I really, um, and this is how I actually connect it with Allison and Lift and Love, is like, I really identified with how she was showing up in the space, how she was feeling her thoughts and her words. And I, you know, I tell the story of how we connected is like, you know, I just DM'd her and said, I told her my story and then the rest is history. And so find, like, look for parents that you want to be like, look for the energy that you want, how they're speaking, how they're parenting, their relationship with their child, their relationship with their faith. Like, what is the ideal person you wish to become in this space? What qualities do you wish to possess? What qualities do you think that these people have? Like, look at for people that you want to emulate. And like I said, you don't have to know them. Like, one of my teachers is Byron Katie, who is like, just this amazing coach, right? And um, I don't, she doesn't know me, but I completely feel like I know her. So they don't have to be people that you are best friends with. They just have to be people that you are intentionally going to let into your space. Okay. And the second is, what are the five people you spend the most time currently? Okay. So what kind of person do you want to be? And then start paying attention to what are the people right now? Like, what are they like? What are the top three qualities would you say that they represent in this space? Um, do and are these qualities that you want to continue? Is this how you want to be represented? Because kind of think of yourself. Um, I think the best analogy for my brain is like you know when you do a marinade on a piece of meat, and then that meat becomes the marinade, right? The flavors and the texture, and it, the marinade changes the the texture and the flavors of the meat. That really is what happens. And so, are the people that you're letting into your space? Are they the qualities you want to possess? What are their qualities? And do you want to keep them? Okay. Um, The next one is who are, do they match who you want to be in the future? You know, um, you don't have to be that person right now, but do the qualities match who you want to become? Do they help support you or detract you from your vision for yourself? You know, like my number one teacher is Christ, right? And um, he constantly, whenever I spend time in his words and I'm thinking about him and pondering and talking to him, um, I feel elevated. Um, he does not bring me down. Whenever I am 
with Christ. He does not bring me down. Um, and note, and that's how I noticed I needed to audit because I started noticing my energy when I start like um, reading some of the Facebook groups. I was like, whoa, like I feel so much worse after these 15 minutes being on Facebook than I did before. That's not good. And that's affecting me and it's affecting my consciousness and affecting my ability to show up as the parent I want to be. So look at your five teachers and your five um, influencers and do they match who you want to be in the future? Okay. So the, the first one is what kind of person do you want to be? Right. So what is, you have to decide what is your ideal safe? You have to have a kind of a vision of what qualities and who you want to be. Then you have to take that and compare it to what are the five people you currently are spending the time with and, you know, what are their qualities and does that add up? Is that the same? Then do they match who you want to be in the future? Okay. Your influencers, one of them, or all of them really, in my opinion, should be people you want to be in the future, people that you want to emulate and become like. Okay. And the next one is who are the top five who embody the qualities you desire? And they should be people you aspire to become or respect in some way or another. And it could be someone who has achieved like the end state or the goal you want to achieve, right? Like where they are the ally you want to be or the faith-based person they want to be. And remember, there's no rules here. Like it doesn't have to be somebody, you know, it could be a celebrity or a teacher or a general person. Um, it could be you know, if you aspire to have your house cleaner, right? It could be somebody who is, um, you're, you're watching their things because you want to kind of think how they think about the, the space they live in. Um, and, you know, happy marriages, right? If you want a happy marriage, like look at those, like look at people you want to be. And they're not going to be perfect people. There's nobody perfect out there except Christ, right? But people who have the energy that you want to match, you know, I was at, um, when I was at Jody Moore, um, when she was, you know, my, doing the mastermind business with her and um, one of the coaches was there and I was like, well, how, why do you follow Jody? Cause she didn't really like, Jody usually has like certain people that always like the LDS women, the moms, right? The, the, the she has a typical following, right? The kind of like me people. And she goes, well, I, because my energy didn't match hers and I wanted it to, I generally naturally match this other coach and I did not want to follow that, um, line. I did not want to become that. And I really loved how Jody showed up in her business and as a parent and who she was in life. And I wanted to learn how to match her energy. And, and she goes, and I have, and you could see that it has changed me. And so I thought that was so interesting and so intentional. And so I've tried to kind of learn from that fellow coach of like how important it is to make a decision of who you're following and who you're letting into that space. And, you know, she said it really has changed how I view myself and everything because it is more like who I want to be in the world. And so just because you're not naturally like the parent you want to be right now for your LGBTQ child doesn't mean that you're not going to get there, but you, it's a lot easier to get there if you start paying attention with who you're letting teach you. Okay. So once you kind of pick the five people, then I want you to think, how can you increase contact with them? Like, and this is like the interesting part, because depending on who the people are, you can really use these three methods, like direct contact, right? I have a girlfriend who was very different from me, but I intentionally spend time with her because how she processes life is exactly what my brain needs. She looks at things so differently from me. She um, has a very... Um, 
different skill set than I do. And I intentionally go out to lunch with this lady once a month because I am a better person when I spend time with her. So direct contact is the, you know, the best, right? Where you can spend time learning at somebody's feet, right? I would love direct contact with Christ, but you know, I, I can't do that right now. So I have to use the other two things with that. And that is products of their work, right? So direct context first. And then the second one is if direct com communication does not work, you can always bring that person in the form of their work. Um, you know, do they have podcasts, um, get their hands like on the books? Uh, do they have YouTube videos? Um, do they have Instagram? Like fill your feed with people that you want to become like, okay? And in essence, you're being exposed to like the material. So you're interacting with them. Your, your, your brain is interacting with them almost like, you know, um, they're with you, right? Like how many people, you know, feel like a celebrity is their best friend, but they're, they're never going to know them, but they feel like they know them so well because they follow so much of their work and how, um, what they bring into the world. Okay. So direct contact products of their work. And then the third is the visualization. And this one is really powerful because, um, it sounds like the most like, you know, woo-woo method of the three, but it actually is really powerful because when you clear your mind and visualize these people mentally, then mentally you can consult them and observe, observe their responses. Like I even talked to like some of mine where I kind of ask the questions, you know, um, one of mine um, that I visualize is my parents. They've both passed on and um, I completely want the relationship that my that I had with my parents, I want my children to have the relationship with me the same way. I think they did a really good job. And so um, use that. And I use that with Christ, right? Like where I visualize talking to him and consulting with him and asking questions, my heavenly parents, I do that with. And so visualization is a really powerful help because it makes us ask questions, think and act the way they think. And they, and that starts changing. And so when you do these steps, what happens is you do transition to a new you. Um, just like my friend I was telling you about when she started following Jody, where she wanted to kind of be more like that energy in the world. And as you happen, you increase your contact with the five people you choose. What happens is the difference in your consciousness levels and you start kind of talking like them. You um, talk, you start doing topics and perspectives that are more aligned with that. And if you connect with them like every day, just like just 15 minutes a day, let's say in a matter of time, your consciousness alters and shifts to like this new level. And eventually you will start really resonating with the people you aspire to be. And you will start, you will find that you start thinking in the same wavelength, start talking, start that consciousness and it'll affect your actions, which will then manifest into the results of the rest of your life. So really you shape who you are going to be by choosing who you're with. The five people that you're letting in right now has shaped you to who you are today. Is that who you want to be in the future? Do you want to have a different energy around parenting your LGBTQ child? Do you want to be a more envisioned self? And you might not even need this. I totally need this because um, me on autopilot, I sometimes choose the entertainment, right? And I Entertainment's important, but sometimes my brain goes to more entertainment of the followers. But in the end, that really doesn't add anything to me. And it actually drains my energy. Um, so I really need to every year kind of audit myself. And so 
I just want this podcast to kind of tell you how important it is because I know how hard this space is to be a parent of LGBTQ child. And it is so important. And usually your go-to, like my go-to friends and my go-to where I went for help was no longer working or helping me in the space. So I had to intentionally look, search, find, and figure out what is working for me and who I want to be in the space. Um, when I did that, that is when I really changed and started helping other parents do this, right? And where I really was like, there is a way to do this and where it will grow me, grow my child, make our family stronger, make my faith stronger. And all of that has happened because of how intentionally I am and still to this day. In fact, sometimes my um, LGBTQ moms, I'm like, have you read that? I'm like, no, I'm not going to read that. Like, I really choose some things that I do not read because I know it will not make me a more attuned, more faithful, um, more, a better parent for my child, right? There's a lot of interesting things. We're filled with so much opportunity for information and um, to be taught probably more than ever in this world, right? There's so much information out there. You could Google anything and, and find people, hundred people's opinions on it. And that's why being really conscientious, being intentional is even more important than like our grandparents had to, because you are exposed to so much and your brain will be affected. And when you do this audit, I promise you it will trickle down and it will change your energy and your experience of how you are experiencing your LGBTQ child. And it is a very positive, almost one of the um, number one things that I think I tell people to do is like, be very careful of who you follow and who you let in and who you tell and who you use to counsel in the space, because a lot of it you have to figure out yourself. And so you need to make sure that who you're going to, just like my sister, right? Like I, we thought we just assumed that she had told the policeman the restaurant. And so we followed her blindly and, and we got lost. And so if you're feeling a little lost, you're probably following people blindly right now. You're probably thinking, oh, they want the same thing as I do. And they probably don't. Your, your goals are unique to you. So you got to figure out who you want to be, have a real vision of that, and then seek the people that match that. All right. And I would love to help you do this. Um, you know, um, we, we talk about this in, you know, this month and lift it together. We are talking about purpose and the purpose of, um, who you are in this world and who, how you want to experience life. And in fact, I'm going to do probably the next podcast about the purpose of your LGBTQ child, because I think really understanding how purpose works really up levels your ability to parent them in a whole new way. So thank you for listening to me today. I hope um, your influencers are people who are making you who you want to be and you're letting, you know, your, your brain is sacred. Your ability to grow is amazing. And just be really um, careful and sacred of the people that you let in because it like, just like we're all kind of a piece of meat, it will change and shape you. All right. Thank you. Love you. Have a great day. Where have you found the support that your family needs? I would be honored to be that support. I have created a virtual coaching program specifically for Christian LGBTQ families. Come check out the coaching community, Lifted Together with Jenny Hunter. In our community, you will find a safe space to process all the emotions and all the things that you need to find the support that you will need to help your child thrive. You will find it in private coaching, group coaching, and I have created hours of content just for you. 
When you are ready to thrive as a family, please come check out liftedtogether.com slash membership.